What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers. Mmm. Two brothers and a shot of milk. Chris is not in the building, but I'm back. The better St. Victor is back, ladies and gentlemen. And he is here, and we're talking about superheroes, movies, TV, comic books, anime, action figures, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pierce. We got Richard Wilson. Gentlemen, I haven't seen your faces in like a while. How are yeah. you? How was your week? Why, you better tell us about Rome, man. What was oh, going on? Oh, man. I was in Rome. I was in Italy for work, Rome, and then uh, my wife came and we went to Florence. Nice. And yo, uh-huh. this is, we went in Rome, the Colosseum. We got like a private tour in the Colosseum. Okay. Yo, like every superhero action film, like it took place in there for real. Mm. Like they fought to the death and fought lions and tigers and just spectators watching for real. Uh-huh. It's crazy to think like, that's where we kind of get our sense of entertainment from in, in action. But they were just like survive <laughs> the Hunger Games for real. Um, it was great, man. I'll show you. I have, I have a collector's corner item. I got a comic book in Italy. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to go to this comic book. So I'm going to pick stuff up. And I'm like, right. It would be all in Italian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't read any of this. They had a very small section with English, but. It was great, man. I, I can I can do a whole podcast just talking about it. It was an amazing, amazing time. I suggest everybody. What was really special about Italy and maybe it's all of Europe? It's it's as if it's as if you had ancient Egypt, right? Mm. And then you built Manhattan on it, but you couldn't tear down anything that was there before. Mm. So you had everything from the past is still there. Yeah. Alongside Apple Store, alongside all alongside hotels. So it's like you're just bumping into history. You're bumping into something that says like something, something BC. And it's right next to like the Nike store. It's yeah. kind of awesome and bizarre and wonderful. See, I had a very different experience in Rome. I'd, I'd, I'd say Rome was one of the two. Egypt and Rome were the two most bipolar trips I've ever been on where the history that's in those cities is incredible to be around. But I found the tourist culture of the towns obnoxious to be around. Oh, and, well, I feel like it's gonna be like anywhere. No, it's 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 because it's because those two places are so drenched in culture and history, and and you know they've been around for so long. They get half of their income is just and more, especially with Egypt, is just tourist and foot travel, and so the culture of those cities is how do I get as much money off of a person who's walking through my town for a week as I can? And it can make traveling there uh, frustrating sometimes. And you so, got to put on your New York city. Like, yeah, you, know. you really have to. Um, yo, when I was in the Coliseum though, I was like, had my hands. I was touching the walls and a chunk mm-hmm. of the Coliseum came off in my hand. Like you a know, chunk. you know, the reason why the Coliseum is the way it is where like parts of it are falling off. Cause before it was this historical thing. People would go and like rob yeah. rob part pieces from it for parts yeah. to sell. I believe yeah. that. So Jack, your part, you're like you. Yeah. <laughs> you're part of the problem. A, so I have a you're piece the problem. Of, I have a piece of Coliseum <laughs> on my shelf. Dude, um, they, we bumped in some of that, but honestly, it, for me, it was great. And then Florence is yeah. is that, but it's way less. And Florence is like the Italian Renaissance, so you get all the art and stuff and. The statues, I mean, like you see all the superhero archetypes like there 
in statue form when they're when they're doing like the the the, the Greek uh, mythology because they went heavy into Greek mythology yeah. after the whole like religious thing. But I can go on and on about that. But those, that, that those was, are the original superheroes, though. I mean, and you see them, and guess, and they didn't wear no draws, Rich. They just they didn't out wear no here. draws. Yeah, free balling, like all out there. Look at, <laughs> um, but a great freaking week. A thirteen-hour plane ride there and back. So I got to watch a lot of stuff. I watched freaking season three of Ultraman came out. Hey, I don't know if okay. you know this, Rich. Yeah. I don't know if you were watching it. Did you watch it? No. It's pretty good. It's is actually it? pretty good. Season two, I didn't like. This is pretty good. Okay. The action is dope. They 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 came up with their computer animation. Mm-hmm. I watched Luther, the film, that movie that you hated, Jack. Oh, Luther. It was so bad. It was all right. Idris no, it was great. All right. It was fine. <laughs> Idris was great. I'm not saying the Idris acting was, was great. Bad. The storytelling was bad, and the the relationship with the the lady cop was bad. And some movies you're supposed to watch on the airplane. <sighs> Man, some <laughs> movies you're supposed to watch, watch on, the on the airplane, which is and I watch Fast Nine in preparation for Fast Ten. Mm-hmm. But after hearing your glowing review, I'm gonna wait for another airplane ride. Yeah, we gave that movie a three. You gave it. I believe we gave that movie a three. So I'm gonna uh, wait on that one. Uh, but I needed a palate cleanser after watching The Whale because that was incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. Incredibly sad. Good. Um, very good. Yeah. Tell it was a play. Takes place pretty much in one space, but very good, very freaking good. Okay. And then, uh, man, if anybody knows me, knows back in the day, I loved Michael J. Fox, and not just for Back to the Future, but I also loved him for Teen Wolf. I picked up this Teen hey, Wolf action nice. figure. Hysterical. <laughs> this is dope. This is great. If anybody, oh, yeah. come on, man, Teen Wolf action figure. That's kind of been my week. I'm sure I watched some more stuff, but that's all I can remember right now. Rich, how was your week, man? What have you been up to? Ah, uh, man, nothing. Just working, chilling. Um, really haven't been doing much. I've just been watching my usual shows. Uh, you know, if you haven't, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but Demon Slayer mm-hmm. is always a banger. Hell's Paradise, also dope. I'm like I've been switching between like the dubs and the subs because I start watching the dubs and then they only got but so many of those and I switch over to the subs. Right. Um, but I haven't been, have been watching like a couple of weeks. So when I got back into it, I got it. I started watching some of the sub or the dubs, excuse me. And now I'm switching back over to the subs. But I didn't feel like reading, so I switched over to um something else. I forgot what it was. See, sometimes you just don't feel like reading, Jack. Listen, sometimes. man. Sometimes, because usually when I, I watch it, it's like when I get off of work and I'm like, ah, so maybe I want to do something else while I'm listening to it and then look right. up when I need to look up. Mm-hmm. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, it's a different kind of commitment. Yeah. yeah. Dungeons and Dragons saw that. Oh, OK. I, I enjoyed and? it. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good compared to the last one. It was, uh, it was pretty all right. Paid homage to the to the cartoon, the one with um Marlon Wayans, if I'm not mistaken. Oh right, yeah, yeah. wow. Um, mm. paid homage to the to the cartoon. Got had some of the characters in there. They really didn't talk, but they were there. Huh. Um, and just a whole lot of like if you play the video games or if you're even into Dungeons Dragons, period. They got a lot of the uh, the landmarks, or at least they make reference to the landmarks. Um, and you know familiar with the creatures you got all of them in there all of the the characters and cast and traps and everything it's all in there okay so they didn't just like make a mean evil adventure and slap dungeons and dragons on it it yeah. actually paid paid homage to yeah. the game 
Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. And uh, Chris Pine, who's in my book, he's always good. He's always yeah. good with me. Is he the best Chris? Is it safe to say, is Chris Pine like wow. our best Chris? I mean, all eight, all the Chris's are good. There's no knock to a Chris. But Chris Pine, know. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, like, Chris is Ron. he the Oh, <laughs> Chris Rock. I don't know. We have, you, we might have to debate that one day. Yeah. Who's the best, Chris? Ah, <laughs> that's a good debate. Right. That's a great debate. It's a great debate. Um, that was really it. I really haven't been gaming too much. I've been trying to catch up with Call of Duty with the new season, even though it seems like it's coming to an end soon. Hmm. And uh, Monster Hunter. Right, how's yeah. that going? That's going all right. You can get butt. Were you getting your butt whooped by your brother right. and his friend or something? What, what's the game? Was that what's the game where you weren't able to like to keep leveling up? Or there was a game you were playing. What you talking about? This wasn't there a game you're playing where you just your numbers were behind because you just wasn't able to put in as much time. Oh, get the- oh, oh, um, yeah, yeah. The, the the last Monster Hunter, they were mm-hmm. usually they're usually ahead of me because they had more time to play, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I don't. Right, and I didn't feel like grinding most of the time, but now I kind of got into the grind. Uh, started my long sword journey, which is mm, that's what? what she said. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, 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 hey. oh, Chris, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, yeah, so you know, doing that, and I feel like I might be I might be ahead of them right now. Oh, but, wow. um, well, there's another game my brother bought it for uh, bought it, and since we link our consoles together, pause. Uh, we can we can <laughs> play each other's games that they that we buy. Um, so there was a uh, I think Dead Island two that I need to get into. Oh, that mm. wait, that's cool. You can link a, your console with like a friends or something, and you yeah. share the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, bro. We, that's what that's what we tend to do. Like if I, if I buy something, I'll just let them know. I'm like, hey, don't buy that game if you plan on it. Just you know, download it, and that's it. Hmm. And they'll do the same for me too. So now we got it because I think Diablo 2 is coming out, if I'm not yep. mistaken. And uh, I got to see if he's going to buy it or if I'm going to buy it. Hopefully, if we luck out, it'll be on Game Pass. We ain't got to worry about it. But I, I doubt it's going to do that. See, and some would say they're losing business by doing it that way. But no, you're actually getting people to buy more games. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Password sharing means that we're able to get on more streamers than we would if we couldn't share stuff. Sharing mm-hmm. actually boosts the money you make. Anyways, yeah, and uh, that's my week. Good weeks, yeah, good weeks, Jack. Jack, last week we were talking about Fast 10 and the movie, other movies that had over uh 10 to 13 titles in their repertoire, and we forgot to mention James Bond, which. Mm-hmm. Has actually done pretty well considering the volume of movies that have come out with James Bond. Did you hear what Tyrese said? Tyrese did an interview and he was like, There is no other piece of content that's not a superhero that has had as big of a franchise as we've had. And James all the Bond? comments are like, James Bond, Star oh, Wars. Really? <laughs> like, they're like, dude is yeah. just he's just saying words. Just they saying just words. all need to sit down and shit. Vin up. Diesel is <laughs> out here like <laughs> Go on TikTok and watch them promote this movie. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. I've seen yeah. I've seen that, and I've seen like Michelle Rodriguez talking about how she's tired of all these uh, superhero films. I just I'm rolling my eyes. Anyways, yeah. um, I don't remember what I watched this week, but I did pick some stuff up. They got these awesome retro covers 
um, at your comic book shop. I'm a huge Superman fan, so if you're looking for these, what's cool about these is they don't say anything on the title other than just it's a straight reprint. So these ones tend to be, if you collect comics, the ones that oh. in a year from now are gonna are gonna be like hundred bucks to try okay. to resell or you know pick it up later. Um, but right now they're selling for you know comic book price and it's just a reprint. So anytime you see a reprint of a cover, what is that one though? Is that that that's like the new, that's the latest Superman issue, the latest one that's out with that cover slapped on it. No, it's a reprint of the original Superman. Oh, it's oh wow, okay. Yes, the original. So, for those of you listening, I'm showing the guys a Superman reprint of uh, not Action Comics number one, but Superman number one, and it's great, man. It's so nice to look at. It's straight reprint, and then I picked this guy up too. It's a reprint of Iron Man number one. All right. Mm. Again. What's what's nice about this one is it doesn't say true believers on it. A lot of times when Marvel reprints a cover, they put true believers on the top of it and it's their reprint version of it. This uh-huh. is just the cover of Iron Man 1, which is nice. Those ones tend to be the better collectors. While I was picking up stuff, I saw this retro X-Men <laughs> and I could not help myself. Um, yeah, Cyclops on the covers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Cyclops. It's this is uh, X Men number thirty nine, which is as much as what did I see? Like fifteen thousand. But this is probably. I mean, I paid like fifteen bucks for it. The cover's a little ripped up and it's damaged. Oh, that's the original. That's not a reprint. That's the that's the original. no no this yeah this one's an original. So oh okay. But, oh. but this guy even in its worst grade, which is like a. A 0.5 is still like 50 bucks or so. So mm-hmm. there's no way it's not a come up. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to sell it. And selling is always the hard part. My buddy Paxton at the comic book shop gave me Dawn of DC Titans. He read it and thought it was great. So I'm checking that out this week. I'll skip through the rest of these. Oh, Storm. If you're a Storm fan, Dang. she just dropped her first issue of a new series. Batman Brave and the Bold is looking sick. Yeah. Those covers are looking fire for sure. And Lawrence. Mm. Guess who's back in the comic book? Dude, I just saw that. T- I went to the comic book story today and I saw that. Yeah, that's a, yeah. So the cyborg comic. Superman from the Death and Return Superman line is back in comic books, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason why this is big news for me is because McFarlane is pumping out all these multiverse action figures of the Mm. Death and Return line, and I'm waiting for a cyborg figure. And now that cyborg is back in the comics, that means we have Superman. We've got that weird doomsday thing, which means he'll probably going to give us a doomsday. Right. We have Superboy. We have the Man of Steel. We got Superman in his black costume. This is the guy we're waiting for, and now we got no excuse. He's next. He's yep. next. Yep, yep, yep. I see. Yeah, you about to get it. <laughs> oh, Jack, real quick. I forgot. I went to the comic book store today. I'm not going to show everything. I just want to show one thing. And it's, it's sad that Chris isn't here because I think he would appreciate this. Um, you know, Jorge Jimenez, if you've been on his Instagram, he's been showing all the stuff he's been doing. And they did a Batman issue 135, like 900. 
It's this comic right here, which is sick. Multiple covers. Hey. And what's cool is I haven't read it yet, but pretty much you have a Batman. All the Batman? That's not our Batman, but like it happens in the time stream or the multiverse or something. So in here, I'm flipping the pages. Like Michael Keaton is in here. He bumps into Michael oh, Keaton. I I've seen that. Yeah. On, on his so Instagram. Yeah. And then like classic Batman he bumps into. And Batman the Animated Series is down here that he bumps into. So it's like one big awesome stuff. And then uh, he goes into this world and sees the Arkham, uh, the Arkham game. Freaking hey. Batman. I tell you what's so cool about that comic is you got an artist at the top of his game right now. And he's you can see him drawing in all these other styles as he's basically jumping through the multiverse of Batmans. Which he probably did as a kid anyway. Did you burp or you just had a thought? No, I had a because so, <laughs> it looks yeah. so much the same. <laughs> because I want to tell you guys something so badly. No, no, it's about Spider Verse, isn't it? It's not. It's it's uh, bigger than that. No, no, no. I won't tell you go. because if I told you, I'd still have to edit it out of the thing because I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. I'll say this though. No, <laughs> don't say anything, Jack. <laughs> I have. I, I, I don't. I don't want to spoil. Do you want to hear, Rich? I want to hear. Yeah. All right, Lawrence, take your headphones off, and I'm just going to cut this out. Rich, uh-huh. there's there's a cameo in the Flash movie. I can read lips. Okay. okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. I'll right. text you. Do you want to know who the cameo is? Yeah. I'll text you who the cameo is. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. But don't ruin it for Lawrence. I won't. I won't. Okay. I'm going to text you right now, though. Oh, all right. Live reaction. Let's go. Yeah, we'll get this live reaction going on. Are you guys done? Yeah, yeah. We're done. I'm going to text him the information. (laughs) I don't like what's going on here. Hey, it is what it is. I don't like it at all. Oh, man. Why would yeah. you want that spoiled? Yo, you don't even, even know what it is. Shut up. You don't even know. You don't even want to know. You don't want to know. The look on your face. Go on and ask a question. What's the question? Yeah. Why would you want that spoiled? Rich. What's up? I got a question for you, man. What's, what's that? What do you call an organized superhero? What do you call an organized superhero? Captain Plan It. Jack laughed. Jack laughed. Can you take it back? Jack laughed. I laughed at a better inflection. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Win is a win. Win by a a mile. That's what Dom Toretto said. Oh, no. Don't bring that into this. (laughs) Man, you know what? Let's go down the street, make a right at the stop sign, a left at the green light, and that'll bring us to the collector's corner. Oh, that's nice. We're obeying traffic. I know we did this time. We don't usually. Yo, I have. Wait, Jack. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, take something out of our toy chest, something out of our video game case, something out of our comic shelf, and showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? I have got to show you guys this. It is the coolest addition to my collection. What? My my buddy, Brent Mason, uh, who has a YouTube show you can check out, Brent Age of Grogu. They talk ton of Star Wars content. Uh-huh. Uh, I work with him also. Mm-hmm. 
he's got a really nice 3D printer. And I said, Brent, if I gave you a file, could you print it for me? And he said, I would love to. So I'll start with some of the components. Wow. That Oh, also, they were all gray. I've been painting them and kind of getting them right. So, Jack, describe for our podcast listeners, what am I looking at? You are looking at the head of a monster that has been cut off its body, tongue hanging out. It's got a rough paint job on it. I'll go back and add all the detail well, later. Who is that? Where's that from? Is that what do you think it's from? From Star Wars? It's Berserk. If I were gonna ask someone to print something know. for me, this is a wolf creature. Kind of looks like a rat, but it's a wolf creature. Giant eyes, also tongue hanging out. It's not Princess Bride. This is part of the base. There are four pieces oh. of this. Berserk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So all this stuff sets on the base, right? It's a giant base. It's uh, almost a foot in circumference. I feel like they're selling that. I feel like I might have seen this. I definitely have. Wow. Jack bootlegged the That's berserk statue. That's what bootlegging stuff out here. I'm not even Yo, mad at you. I ain't you at all. This statue costs like 350 bucks. And so he gave me it in all the pieces. I made a, a video that I'll clip together for YouTube. It's way too long right now. But like the arms I epoxied on, the head, the arm, the sword's different, the legs, the whole this is thing all came. Paint? You, and you painted all of, it, all of what I'm looking at, the skin tone. I painted everything. Yeah, I've been sitting here that just painting dope. it out. It wow. turned out really nice. Yeah. The rivets. And uh, what I'm going to have to go back through, you can see like on the back of the cape, there's this line where the, the thing was printed in two pieces. I'm going to have to go through and uh, oh, like yeah, bondo, yeah. use like some car bondo on that edge and then sand it in and then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, just mold it a little bit Uh, it sucks that chris is missing this because you know he's been doing all this 3d printing and jack just came out the gate first print well the thing (laughs) thing chris ain't the thing chris ain't capitalizing on is the second you figure out the painting of it i mean look at his knives you just you add so much well jack i mean this is this is kind of you're really good at the details and painting and stuff like that too Yo, I'm so happy with so Brent, man. Thank you so much. This thing is just Brent. Sick. Let me look at the sword, Brent. If you're taking orders, man. <laughs> if you're taking orders, man. Let me get, let me get a freaking Superman statue. Well, that that's 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 the next one I'm probably gonna look into because there's there's a Superman statue that is so cool, just so Ooh. cool. That's nice, Jack. Well done. Well freaking done. And if y'all listening on the podcast, please check this out on YouTube. This is also on YouTube because y'all need to see this. And there'll be pictures of it, but you kind of need to see him fondling it. It's wonderful. Hey, 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 yo, yo, hey, yo, yo. Yeah, fondling. He fondles things. (laughs) Rich, what you got, man? I don't have nothing special, but obviously I got so many things behind me. Um, Your your wall is crazy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. So while I was oh, wow. completing just, this, just heard that this oh, co- this collection that never ends, I came across. I saw it. He was like the last one on the wall too. It was hot topic, and I got the Infinity Age of Ultron from What If. Okay, and so I picked him up. You've been collecting the What Ifs. I have not been collecting What Ifs, but I thought this dude was just dope. That is, yeah. dope. and I think there was a. Uh, or no, it's my thinking. Actually, no, I'm, I'm looking at him right now. Killmonger, what if? I'm, I'm looking for him now. Like, I, I've been seeing him. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to collect the what if ones, but 
feel like I've seen him before. I, ha- I, de- I've definitely seen him before. I've just been like ignoring it. But now and it's just, probably gone. It probably right? is because yeah. this was this was the last one on the shelf, and there was no other what ifs around. I was like, damn, I probably missed my chance to get it. So I if got I him. See it, I'll let you know. I'll let you yeah. know. Look at that damn pop collection is insane. And then I got a. I, I got because since I got Mark One of Ironheart, I got I picked up in Mark Two. I like mine as well. And you didn't even like her. I didn't. It wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm like, if I got her in one form, I got to get her in the other one. Absolutely. The other one I missed out on, again, uh, King Namor, because Namor was absolutely my favorite. I need to find him. Yeah. The headdress is just dope. Well, I got that huge Funko Pop store in the mall that's near me. So let me know what you're looking for. I'll see if I come across it. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. yeah. That's what I got for right now. I mean, I got a, a tons more down here, but they're not special. But they're, they're special all special, Rich. They're, they're all special freaking made. special. Dude. You're running out of space. I am. I don't even know. What to do. I got. A, I got like twenty over here. I don't know what I'm doing with these things. It's getting. It's getting out of hand. I got a problem. I got a problem. We, Rich, we all have a problem. I'm looking at my office. Like it wasn't like this before we started the podcast. What's <laughs> happening? Um, but as I said earlier, for those on YouTube, we have a podcast. Go check it out. Early on the podcast, I said I was in Italy and went to a comic book store. And I grabbed this comic, which is freaking dope. I already have it. And I, you know, it's just cool to have a comic that is like straight up in Italian. Italian? It's it's so cool because it makes me think like as you see on the cover, you have the the artists and the penciler and the inkers. Well, also whoever does the fonts are very yeah. important to your issue too. So I'm like, is a different guy doing these fonts? Yeah. Like actually right. penciling in? Like, so like does each country have their own guy? Going in, and how close does it have to be? I don't think the they, they they pencil the fonts in anymore. It's 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 all machine. Oh, oh. That's, oh, that's whack. Oh. I mean, it you it used to be, but not now. It's all digital. It's all digital now. So sorry to sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> yeah, you, you ruined it. And I just tear the book in half. <laughs> no, but it's yeah. dope, man. I mean, everything you know, it's just. For us, it, you know, it mean it doesn't mean anything for those in Italian. They're like, "This is a comic book. What are you talking about?" But yeah, like for me, it's it's pretty dope to have a comic. Like, book even in uh, Italy, it's a sick comic book. Anyone who hasn't read the Failsafe comic line, what, what I mean, are you doing? It's just dope. It's just dope. Um, yeah. So that's my collector's corner item. Rich man, it's been a long time, and I've been jonesing to get in this alley. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. First of all, you got problems. You need Jesus in your life. Um, but let's talk some anime, man. What you got? If you haven't, you need to be watching, or at least you should watch because there's two seasons of it on Netflix. Doro Her Doro. I probably butchered that, <laughs> but. It's a dope. I need to it's a dope show. Okay, so you pretty much you come into like this kind of um say like uh, not cyberpunkish, but like it's like a dystopian future ish where magic is integrated with uh regular society. So like they, they, magic and regular society kind of clashes. Mm. So you got wizards, rogue wizards, and so on and so forth. Um, and you follow a guy whose head has been, well, he's pretty much been turned into like a kind of like a crocodile lizard type thing. Yeah. And, but he does has no memory of it. And he's trying to figure out 
how. Um, and he comes across a what she's what was she cooking again? Oh, she 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 owns like a cafe and she cooks. She only you know cooks at night. What is that? You watching the trailer? No, I'm not. Yeah. I don't know what. No, I don't know what that was. Okay, maybe I'm one of. I, I remember watching the first episode of this. It's the animation is sick. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of the 3D animation, but the but it's done like uh, almost cell shadish like. Yeah. Let me see this. I don't know. I don't know what y'all talking about. But it's 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 dope. So you got you got uh, a cast system, right? The realms are structured. <clears throat> not unlike uh, a caste system, demons are a highest rank and deeply respected and revered by sorcerer kind. Okay. Uh, they follow a bidding of a Chiba, oh dude, a, a Chitta Rama. Within, within sorcerer kinds, there is a hier- hier- hierarchical system wherein powerful magic users live in luxury, selling their skills, and weaker ones, obviously, they're, they're poor. They poor. Much like, uh, is it a. Uh, Harry Potter liked that as well, right? The more magic you have, the better off you are. The less you have, you're like a you're a muggle. Well, the, well, muggle is just human, right? Oh, but yeah. there are some snobby wizards, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a that's a thing. It's a bad thing. It shouldn't happen. Anyway, so this guy's pretty much he 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 got turned into like this this lizard alligator type thing, body swapped, if you will, not really body swapped, morphed, and he's trying to figure out who did it. And then he has to get that that wizard that casts a spell on him in order in order to get it to to reverse. So uh-huh. we're pretty much just following him. And then also, oh, it's been a while since I watched this. I, the the woman that he has a connection with, who cooks for him as well, she's also super strong, and she she's also helping him out. And I forgot why, man, a, a horrible at telling this right now, but. It He's is definitely good. a must watch. It's definitely it's definitely a good it, it's definitely a good watch. Uh, you come across a few lovable characters. Um, two of which, one of which, who um, is a she she wears a mask. Well, they all wear masks, but you take it off and you find out she's a woman, but she's like super strong, and mm. she has a connection with her partner, um, who is uh, not that good of a guy. I mean, they're all really not that good guy. These two, at least, they 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 hold they're kind of like uh, I want to say bounty hunters, mm. but um. But yeah, it's it's a dope mix. Um, the 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 strong chick is that de- she became one of my favorites because she's just lovable. Yeah, yeah. Even though she will rip your head off. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good watch. Two seasons are out right now. Um, is it a must watch? Are you telling me I have to watch this? I feel like yeah, you ha- you have to watch this. Okay, it's a must right. watch. Okay, there's no reading involved. You can just sit there and oh, listen oh, to it. you should open with that, man. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. <laughs> but Doro he Doro. <laughs> you know what? There was another one. Uh, Dororo. I can say that with no problem, but you put that head at the end, in the middle of that. I'm like messed up. Doro head Doro. That's kind of what it breaks down. Because you want to roll your tongue. Don't I do. Roll your, don't roll Do, it. Just, Doro he yeah. Doro. Yeah. Doro. Dororo. <laughs> Horror, horror. Okay. Anyway. Well, well done, Rich. You, you say it's a must-watch. Then we got we must watch it. So that's what it is, man. Well done. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. Let's jump into this news, man. Let's. Uh, we're gonna start with a bunch of video game stuff. So let's Ooh. get into video game news. So first up, man, we got some gameplay of uh, that Spider-Man Two. 
Yeah, him and that so symbiote. That Lawrence symbiote is gone, thing? but he's he's not lying. The Spider-Man Two game looks sick. Yes, and when he jumps into that symbiote suit, you not only just see the the physical uh, change, but his actual emotions, the way he reacts to things. Yes, he gets and even tempt- the way Miles Morales was like interacting with him, like something's yeah. weird about the, his behavior now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very dope. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence <laughs> really is back. Good. I'm back. Really I'm sure you on. guys heard it. Looks really freaking dope. Um, it looks like we're getting uh an Assassin's Creed Mirage, which will take place in medieval Middle East. Yeah. It looks dope, but it looks like every other every Assassin's it does. Just with better graphics. Better graphics and even the time period, it's in a different place, but it still feels. I'm t- the fans want feudal Japan, like they're asking for this, and they're, they're yeah. refusing to give it to us. Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I feel like, well, first of all, feudal Japan is just dope in any type of atmosphere yes. you put in, like anime, right. video games, or whatever the case may be. It just uh-huh. it just hits. But Assassin's Creed is is it mostly around the Middle East though? Like, does it always take place? In that no, because you no, had in, like yeah, you had in Egypt. You had an, you had one in England. We had yep. the uh, Valhalla too. Right. We yeah, had Valhalla. Yeah. yeah, we had one in America. It was like during the Civil War. The Egypt one is sick though, and like why, going in. Why are they not giving us feudal Japan? Yeah, they might. Huh. Um. Well, if you guys like uh, horror suspense video games, Alan Wake, if you from two thousand, Richie, we talked about this two thousand ten, yeah, two thousand ten. Thirteen years later, they're talking about Choo Choo. No, this is not Choo Choo Charles. Although no. I gotta play that game. Alan Wake two is coming out in October. For those of you who've been waiting like over a decade for this joint. Um, Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Master Collection is dropping and includes Metal Gear One and Two, alongside the Solid Trilogy. And they're telling fans there's going to be much more information. So this sounds like if you're a Metal Gear Gear fan, they're going to drop all the stuff in this bad boy. Um, We saw the Mortal Kombat trailer. Like a lot of dope video games are coming. We talk about that Mortal Kombat trailer. Talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer, Jack. It's 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 weird to me how good graphics are now. Where Mm. a game like Mortal Kombat with graphics that good, where it's almost like like they're actually killing someone in front of you. It's almost like playing a snuff film. It's Mm. like does it cross the threshold? of enjoyability like the the magic and the mystique of something being a game is what makes it fun to go misbehave but when it feels so real it's something weird about seeing someone getting their face like the blood dripping out of the guy's nose when he's sitting there being killed i was Mm. like is that too real i'll say no and only for this and it's very different it is very different but mortal kombat 1 was the first time we saw like photorealistic people fighting. Yeah. Like, look at Street Fighter 2. It was animated. Yeah. So back then they were like, oh, they, these people want to see real people in this situation as much as we can provide it. So this is still just along those lines. <laughs> Eventually you're just going to see people fight. It's going to be like Squid Games. He's gonna like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like Bro, playing a song. Imagine? Can you imagine? We're one step away. I mean, I, I mean, we got privatized prisons right now. Like, what's stopping them? And be like, you know what? Let's make these guys fight. Mortal Kombat. Now that will be a dope reboot. If y'all want to reboot Mortal Kombat and make it more realistic, like Fight Club, that joint. Anyways, that'd be wild. Um, 
Sony has slowed down while they delayed the Last of Us multiplayer game. Uh, Apparently, Naughty Dog, allegedly Naughty Dog, told all its people that were working on it to stop working on it and go work on other stuff. Okay. (laughs) But they're they're saying they're working on the game. What's weird is to say you have a delay for a game that doesn't even have a release date. It's like, like, yeah. How is it delayed? Dude, like, don't expect this joint to come out. Um, and it felt kind of weird. Like, the way they make Last of Us is, like, they're so story-driven. So for them to just drop a multiplayer game and not, have it not feel just like a, a DLC or whatever is kind of, like, weird. So I don't know. Um, uh, Kevin Feige and uh, John Favreau sat down and had a whole conversation because they're celebrating Iron Man's anniversary. And they huh. said that they wouldn't even have a studio without Robert Downey Jr. It's a wonderful talk. I suggest you go listen to mm-hmm. it. But I want to correct them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have a studio without John Favreau. He doesn't get enough credit when we talk about the MCU. Yeah. He does not. We talk about Kevin Feige. We talk about the superheroes, the actors, but the director that actually started this before Disney got on board to mm-hmm. buy Marvel. Yeah. He does not get enough credit. True. Very true. Dude, John. And he's doing it over freaking um, Mandalorian. Like he's just doing it over there. Yeah. And just working magic. And he, cast, right he cast Downey when they didn't want to go with him. Fought to have Downey. So. Dude. So John Favreau, man. Yo, Deadpool 3 has begun filming. Yeah. It but, has. But there's a writer's strike. Right. Mm. So apparently Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to improvise or ad-lib any lines during production while the strike is going on. <laughs> So if there was if there wasn't a strike, it would be okay. But since there is a strike, he can't do it. Nah, because that's technically writing. And if he's a producer, there's a chance he's in the WGA as a as a creative producer as a writer. So technically, that would be writing. That's so weird. I mean, what what actor doesn't often often in features, maybe more so than television. Definitely more so than television. Television is way more strict. Usually, you're constantly. Right. Flushing a flushing a moment out. But if you're an actor who might be in the WGA because you, you're also a writer who's also an executive producer on the like, you, yeah. But you, look at what Ryan Reynolds has. does. You know, Ryan Reynolds spends half of the time throwing in off the cuff things. You yeah, can't. you can't. But they have a lot of stuff to shoot, so they might just just start with the action stuff. Yeah, start true. start with the other. There's a lot to shoot before we get to the dialogue part. And as you guys know, on film sets. The script is always being revised. It's always oh. being rewritten. So if that can't happen, forget his improving. I was like, on set this weekend and Uh oh. Don't say what it is. Who's breaking the rules? Uh, Who's breaking the rules, Jack? Yeah. Nah, it's a it's a, a non union thing. But uh boy, did it get flushed out when the camera started rolling. I'd say that's natural. Know, yeah, it often happens. But it also depends on the director and the take of the thing. You know, you're always going to ask, how tight do we need to be with the dialogue? That's just the actors. You're talking about TV. You'll have script revisions going all the way up from the writers and the showrunners. Like all that stuff. When they're talking about, um, what is it, the Lord of the Rings joint, we're good to go into production and all the scripts are written. So you guys aren't making any revisions at all? Yeah. And the way... uh, Rich, it's like this. There's so many revisions that they actually 
it's so hard to keep track of. They call the scripts by the color because they start printing the scripts in different color pages. Just to so, keep no. up with all the revisions. <laughs> so oh. you'll get like the blue script, the red script, the pink script, the yellow script, the whatever script. And you're like, whoa, what revision are we on? You're like, go to the, it's the, you need the blue script. That's the newest one, the blue one. Yeah. And if you're talking about comedies, those are being rewritten up until you're shooting it. Imagine, imagine Will Ferrell in a movie. Oh, wow. It's like never, I'm sure he says 10% of the dialogue that's on the page. Amen. (laughs) We're on strike, man. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So James Gunn basically says, in a deleted scene, there is an you see the high evolutionary being saved from the ship burning. He is alive oh. in the MCU. He okay. felt like it was kind of ridiculous for them to have this whole thing about life and caring and they leave him there to die on some like Christopher Nolan Batman begins tip. I don't have to save you, but I'm not gonna kill you. <laughs> so he they he's technically in I forgot the name of it, but whatever that big prison they have for for guys oh. like him. So he's yeah. floating around out there technically. Mm. Um, oh, speaking of the writer strike, Marvel shut down production of Thunderbolts amid the yeah. strike. Yeah, but they still got the same uh, release date as of right now for June two thousand twenty four. Well, I mean, the strike. The actors are probably the actors are probably going to go on strike uh, next week or in a couple oh, wow. weeks. But the actors going on strike might get this all resolved for both unions fairly quickly. Uh, I can almost see the studios holding out to see what the actors want mm. and then kind of like creating a package that could benefit both. Mm. Because what they don't want, and they already did this before, and I'm sorry this is boring all that is listening to it, but it involves what you watch. The Teamsters on some of these projects didn't cross the line. Now, your Teamsters are your crew. yeah. So you can't even do reality TV without your Teamsters. You can't right. do the cooking show. Like, they will shut TV down. <laughs> well, Natural. when the credits roll, this put it in perspective. When the credits roll at the end of these movies, there's about a bazillion credits that you see that no one ever reads. The first 50, the first 25 are the main cast members. The next 60 are all the other extras and smaller parts. And then the other bazillion are the people who make the film happen. And if mm. they decide they don't want to do anything, There's nothing no is nothing's happening. I remember anywhere. watching a Robin Williams when he was on Broadway, and it was his one-man show, and then the credits rolled, and it looked like I was watching a film credit. I was like, yeah, that's how it is. A one-man show still needs 200 people behind it in order to walk away with success. Absolutely. Those people are important. That includes you, Jeff Stamos, the left doll grip from Terminator. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Rich. <laughs> totally a real person. <laughs> yes, it is. Which is weird because Lionsgate has confirmed John Wick 5 is an early development. If you ain't writing nothing, I guess yeah. they're just having conversations. Maybe. Just yeah. talking casually. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2 has cast its katana. They got uh, Adeline Rudolph. Um, she's from the Sabrina series. She looks perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. Um and last bit of news, I thought this was kind of funny, man. So people ask, like, what movies should you watch before The Flash comes out? And James Gunn, who's the head of the studio, took to Twitter oh. and basically said, you don't have to watch any of them. All you have to really just know is Michael Keaton's Batman. 
And then like somebody came on board and was like, no, this is the this is the culmination of the entire DCU. You have to watch everything to know it makes sense. And James Gunn is like, listen, man. If it's a good film. <laughs> he said the Flash plays just like Guardians 3. Everything you need to know is already interwoven in the film. So you don't have to go and watch the other films. If you want to, it's great. Yeah. But it's interwoven in there so you can sit down and just watch this movie. Um, I, I kind of love that. I love that, like... They're not doing the Marvel thing, which is great, but it is a daunting task to have people have to watch a bunch of movies that most people didn't like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? To watch The Flash, you have to go back and watch a bunch of movies most people didn't like. And most of which won't be that relevant, but it's like you get a little bit more oomph for a moment. Yeah. You, you, if you watched Man of Steel, seeing Michael Shannon Zod is going to hit you in a way right. that if you didn't... Or- but the movie is still going to set it up where you didn't need to see it. Like good see, movies do. Do you guys see the trailer for this film called The Creator? No. No. You have not... to check this trailer. Oh, wait, wait. Was that what, um, oh, what's his name? Ken Watanabe. Just... And the guy from, uh, the guy from uh, Nolan's film. Uh, uh, I, I just saw a, a, a movie film. on Netflix with him. Otto. Oh, Tom Hanks film? Tom Hanks. Isn't Tom Hanks no. in it? Or am no, I thinking no, of something you, else? You're thinking of something else. Creator, okay. um, I was thinking about it because we were talking about uh, video game graphics. The graphics in this film, it's a sci-fi joint. The graphics in this film look so insanely good. The creator. Creator, yeah. Creator. Check it out. Um, it out. And, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Jenna Ortega... Is officially cast in Beetlejuice too. Yes, right? she is. It is official, which makes all the sense in the world. She's gonna have to do like a light rom com after this, just to get out of the whole Wednesday, right? <laughs> but I mean, if you're ever gonna make a Beetlejuice two, to not put her in mm. it is a disservice. Uh, yeah, mm. um, I got a little bit of news. Uh, you got some news, Rich. Got a little video game news. Uh, yeah. David Harbor and Jody Comer, Comer. Star in the, in the new home, in the new alone in the dark video game. Uh, is that the game is game is getting horror a reboot. game. Horror, yeah, it's, horror like a, it's like a horror game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's getting a reboot, and their likeness are in there. And look, yeah, my man is looking. They're both looking uh pretty like like lifelike. Is it similar to like um that game you got me until dawn? Until dawn and uh, the the freaking uh, the the camp the the quarry is it like no, that? I don't. I don't think it was like that. No, 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 no. Okay. It's like you're actually walking around. It's more like um, alone in the but dark. Like, That's the best way I could describe it. <laughs> you more like the game. If you ever played is... alone in the dark, <laughs> uh, I was it, alone in the dark. Was more like a Resident Evil ish type. I got you. Like got walking you. around, exploring and whatnot, and then you know horrors happening. I got. You. Um. Also got this one. I don't know how good this is going to be, but I had the pleasure of watching will smith uh advertise a game where he's being featured in uh called undone mm. this is a post-apocalyptic um survival rpg all right oh well no we're just saying survival game excuse me um yeah pretty much he he, play, he plays a character in it and when i say he he 
had this thing making it seem like it was like uh like a resort you're going to be on you're going to love it here da, 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 and then it kind of just gradually degrades as things are happening like a plane is falling while he's looking out stargazing uh you know people are getting eaten in the background hmm. just just the trailer just i'm like i don't want to watch this i don't want to i don't want to watch this i don't want i don't want to play this what if he ran around slapping people <laughs> I still wouldn't play it. But wow. uh but it came on very Negan-ish at the end. When you first saw his character, like my man was holding a spike back, which I feel like is now going to be the thing for horror games or like zombie games. Zombies. Well, you always games. had a baseball bat with nails in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's trying to do the Negan thing now. It's just yeah. like, all right. But um, I don't know. As of right now, it's coming out on uh it's coming out on mobile and Steam as well. So you'll be able to play it on uh yeah, Apple OS and Android, iOS, whatever. And I'm Steam. Gonna, I'm gonna wait. I saw some gameplay of it. Uh, nah. uh, yeah. I got uh, one more news thing. Whatever. Hold on, I got one more. I got one more. Let Ooh. me give you one more out there. There is an unreleased Aliens vs. Predator TV series, and it's just sitting in the Disney vault. Wait, what? Un- they got full ten episodes already done in the can, ready to go. And it's and just, just it's just sitting there. It must mean it's terrible, Rich. I don't know. It's animated. How terrible can it be? It could be Yeah, he's right though. How terrible could it be? It's Alien vs. Predator. It's, Alien vs. Predator anime. wasn't that bad. And it's animated? And it's anime it's anime. So there's a spot for that. So that means like Fox or Hulu or whatever must have made it and then the Disney merged and they don't know what to do with it. Probably Maybe. something like that. Maybe. It's a story cranked out by Alex. Calderon and Dave Baker, two unbelievably crazy, talented guys. I don't know if you guys are heard of them. You're in the industry. Dave you got ba- your foot in it. Sounds familiar. Dave Baker, yeah. Um, uh, maybe it'll go direct to DVD. Who knows? But or maybe they're waiting. Maybe, maybe they have. I wonder plans. if Dave Baker is related to Rick Baker. Rick Baker does all the like um, monster effects, anime. He might uh, be. They're in the same. Maybe they're maybe maybe it's part of the plan. Maybe maybe they have plans after Prey to now in the, you know get back into the aliens game. Maybe well, the, reason, the reason why they made this is so you don't have to wait for the next theatrical release of an alien or a predator movie. So it was supposed it's to come like, out after yeah. Prey and before the next thing. Yeah. Maybe uh, they have, like the Animatrix. Maybe like yeah. the Animatrix, yeah. Like well hopefully got, I mean if it's made, they already paid. Just put that joint out on Hulu, I guess. Drop it on Hulu. I well, no, I, was, I would imagine it would be on Disney Plus. Maybe that's the problem. They don't yeah. know how to work. How do you work that out next to the Little Mermaid, man? <laughs> Put on Hulu. Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, I forgot I watched The Little Mermaid this week. But anyway. <laughs> and? It was The Little Mermaid. I mean, it's what Disney does. It's probably the same exact thing. <laughs> Wait, did they pull a Pinocchio where they changed it? Uh, I think they changed the end. But it wasn't I, don't like, think, I don't remember much, most of the Little Mermaid. So that, it, it seemed all right to me. It seemed like it went by the books. That's pretty much all of Disney's live action, except yeah. for Pinocchio, where they decided changing in the end. Like maybe yeah. he's oh, a real no. boy. My, maybe he's my girl not. told me they did change it at the end. Um, because she obviously I went to go with her to go see it, and she Liar. loved it. You went by loved yourself. it. She went by yourself. Anyway, okay. whatever. So she told me at the end. They just got married and was just in the castle. Whereas this, they kind of jumped on the ship to like expand their like reaches throughout the world. 
Okay, but it wasn't like she stayed a fish. It wasn't like no, like she didn't. No, 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 she didn't stay a fish. <laughs> she kind of yeah. just you know just jumped on on a boat and like lived on the water. I guess I don't know. Maybe turned Best into Water World. Worlds. Who knows? Water World. Kevin Costner. Yeah, remember that? I used to watch that a lot. I feel like that, that was your kind of movie. Yeah, it was dope. Anyway. Jack, you say you got some news. Well, that maybe not really news, but Schwarzenegger's in a new Netflix series called Fubar. I was about to watch that, and I'm like, bro, there's like eight episodes at like an hour a pop. No, thank you. I was about to watch it and lost interest. (laughs) The only reason I bring it up, if you watch uh, Schwarzenegger's giving a kind of Netflix trailer where he's talking about action films, Uh if you watch that trailer he's in, this guy right here built all of the set. Oh, and, now I gotta and, watch it. Yeah, and right, we yeah. built it. We sure. built this thing in three and a half days. And so okay. there's every set that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in, with the exception of when he's driving his tank outside the Netflix building, crushing a car, which he insisted on doing. With the okay. exception of that, every time you see Schwarzenegger in every environment, cafeteria, workout room, the explosion room, all those things. We built that set in three and a half days, which is insane. That sounds well crazy. done. Well freaking yeah. done. I'm gonna check that out, man. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Well done. I got one last bit of news. What you got? Yo, as of May 28th, this week that just passed, The Flash aired its last episode, pretty huh. much signifying the end of the Arrowverse. Like, mm. like it's over. They, they, they wrapped up their. 12-year run of superhero stuff, which had a lot. I mean, when you think about when Arrow first dropped, it came out, I think, not too long after The Dark Knight Rise or The Dark Knight. can't remember. But, um, like, it's the reason why we got the Netflix series. It's the reason, it, like, it changed the game when it came to superheroes on television. 12 and, years. Dude, it changed the game, dude. You were in your 20s when that show started. Forget you, Jack! <laughs> and that was the news. <laughs> was the news. Rich, stop laughing, man. Okay. Jack, get your debate face on. That's Not it. that face. There it is. Not that face. <laughs> it's time for a debate. Let's get ready to rumble. Guys, we've had a lot of stuff. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Sometimes it can be too much. So what franchise or just IP in general, TV or movie, would you like to see retired or go away for a very long time? How mean is this question? (laughs) Can I go first? Absence makes the heart grow fonder sometimes. I think this one should probably be taken off the list, but I would say... um, Yeah, Fast and Furious is taken off the list. Oh, that was literally my number one. No, because we already know what y'all had to say last episode. (laughs) So that's low. That that that, fruit is so low-hanging, it's under the ground. The movie needs a break. You know what? Here's the the thing. I, I feel like this... Fast and Furious isn't good enough to take a break. Yeah, it'll come back and be like still. (laughs) It can't be the break. It should have stopped at seven. I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I feel two things are true. One, there's always room for someone to love content, right? Art is subjective. So even Fast and the Furious Ten, someone is watching that thing, thinking it is the best film that was ever made, and they're loving it. So to each their own. Everything has value somewhere. I feel sorry for them. I might also. The other thing that's true is I don't have superhero fatigue. 
I don't I don't even have Fast and the Furious fatigue, but I'm I'm furious about how some of these stories are being told. I have bad script fatigue. That's what I have. I'll watch Fast and the Furious all day. I'll watch Marvel movies all day. What franchise or IP (laughs) do you want to retire or go away for a long time? And when I say franchise, for example, don't use this, but because it's already happening, so you can't use it. But you don't like the way Superman was handled with Snyder. You don't. That doesn't mean you don't want to see him again. So you're about to get a reboot. That is over. That franchise is done, completed. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're tired of a character. You're just tired of the way it's being handled and you want to see it. You want to see that part wrapped up. Or it could be the whole canon in general. Mm-hmm. So anything that is getting a reboot would also be off the list? So like it's, Superman it's, it's, would be off the list. It's already being done. Yeah, that's already happening. I'll go first. Yeah. This isn't even because I hate him. But I do think we need a very, very long break. I would love a 10-year break before we get the next Bond movie. To me, Bond is so, it's just irrelevant. Like, they're all the same. And now the next one, they want to go younger and get him in his early years. Wasn't that the first movie with Daniel Craig? Like, that was, we already had Unless they're casting a teenager. (laughs) But then that's not the Bond we want. We don't want him to say, give me Martini. Let me get your ID. Like, we don't want that Bond. (laughs) We don't want that Bond. Let me get a pint. But but the thing is, is it 007 or is it James Bond? Either way. Give me. me You can't have early years 007. No, but, he's but agent. Daniel Craig, I don't think had 007 status in the first movie, right? That's what I'm saying. But we, so, so I'm saying, so we already did it. So I'm like, everything oh. you can do with Bond's already been done. You want it ridiculous? It's been ridiculous. Want it gritty? It's been gritty. Want it? It's already been done. So it's like, yo, take a long break before the next one, because it's just like I can't even remember the plot. So can you remember the actual plot to them? It's it like just has the it just has the cliche kind Bond of trope getting moments. girls and walking around in a tuxedo, then walking around with no shirt on, um, and fighting people, half naked girls at times. Mention uh, that the cars, cars with gadgets. You kind of talking about Fast and Furious too at this point. At this point, <laughs> <laughs> we need a break. I think we need a, a break from Bond because I feel like. They've already done everything you kind of could do. So take a break, get us excited for it, and then come up with your version. Don't drop another Bond in three years, please. They will, but I need a break. I mean, they probably will. I mean, look at the Transformers movies. It's like they just kept making, I couldn't even tell you what the last five have been about. But Mm-mm. the next one that's coming out, I'm excited to see. <laughs> oh, right. I had a bit of news. Through. Had a bit of news on that one too. They're trying to. They might want to make that. Or at least the director might want to make that a a multiple movie with that villain. Mm. So I'm like, oh, how are they going to make that work? And I had to look up who the villain was. I'm just like, how are they going to make this guy work? Well, especially if they resolve the film. Yeah, it's got but, problems with movies that don't resolve themselves mid movie. You're like, come on, Fast Ten. Yeah, Man, everything. About All right. That film, so right? I'm choosing Bond. Not something I hate. But something I feel like it's become such a cliche. I don't really understand All right. the necessity for and one now. What you got? Did you sort out your thing, Jack, or do you want me to go? If you got one, go ahead. Okay, because I, I I believe Bond should be be out of there too. Because how much more do we need of this guy? Um, I got a few actually. You you already took my number one. 
Yeah. So I guess I'll just move down to my number two, which is Star Wars. Let's give it a break. Let's relax. All of it? You like Mandalorian. Well, I like Mandalorian. Okay. All right. Actually, dang, that's right. Dang. Yeah. Rich, careful right, now. Now. Never mind. Careful Never mind. Now. Never mind. Was, the thing was... about Star Wars is there's so much variety within the Star Wars content you're getting anyway. I mean, we're talking video games, uh, animated series, multiple films coming out recently, yeah. other television shows. I so was, you take a break. You take a break from all of that. Yeah, I was thinking of Ray and the fact that they're doing the whole thing with her. I'm just like, just no. If anything, give me, give me a young Luke, not a young Luke, but like, give me like no a more Luke prequels, after. Rich. No more prequels. I, I would like to know what Luke was doing from the time he defeated his father on up until. You know, maybe even everything in Star Wars right now is a prequel. Like everything is the past. That That one, I would have loved to see that. He's kind of right. Anyway, let's go Terminator. I'll go to my next. Actually, I'll go to my number five. Are they on a break? No, but they never take a long enough break, Jack. You think you think they They are? Never take a long enough break, (laughs) and then they come out with something. Yeah, Terminator. I think. I don't it even think they need done. to take a break. They just need to stop because if, be I'm done. sorry. If you haven't killed John Connor by now, intelligent computer <laughs> program, like you just need to stop. Like just yeah. listen, you got the W. You already you already have most of the world. Let these people live in a hole. And Terminator you 2 John is nearly a now. perfect film. Terminator 2 is nearly a perfect film. Like it, by this point, you're never gonna top it by this point. They're not even trying to top it by this point. They're trying to keep making movie money. Yeah, because they're, they're not even like I, be, I remember one movie was like we're not even going to kill John Connor, we're going to kill his generals. I'm just like, why? Why are it's we doing weird. this? It's weird, and I think they're done. I hope they're done. They're not done. It's going to come back. It always comes back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but everything's going to come back. Like I would say, I wouldn't mind taking a break from, uh, for example, a Godzilla film. But every ten years, you're gonna get a new Godzilla. But that last, but that last Godzilla, I didn't see, but I heard like Godzilla versus Kong was a freaking banger. It's just straight up exactly what you wanted yeah, it to be. Yeah. It it was, and it was what you expected. I mean, it was. It's like anytime you have two, I put this in air quotes for those you can't see, heroes fighting each other. You know, they're only gonna fight each other long enough until there's another big bad that they got to take out. Yeah, and that's. That's what that movie was. Same formula as every movie. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We don't have a lot of monsters fighting each other in big cities like that. They got a sequel coming out already. Yeah, I can can let that slide. But I agree with you, Rich. I think we should be done with Terminators. Yes. And Jurassic Park. (laughs) Really? Yes. There's no more. I didn't see the last one. There's no more legs. There's no more legs. What do we, are we? Is there another private island somewhere? Like, <laughs> we're just like, if we're gonna, okay, if we're gonna do it, at least try to do like something domestic. Like, okay, dinosaurs are out in the wild now, which is what is happening. Dinosaurs are like integrating with people. Like, how are we dealing with that? Maybe give me like a horror, like a, like Velociraptors terrorizing people. So you you don't want to go away forever. You want to go away for a while and come back fresh. Yeah, with something because, like, again, how many private islands do we have doing the same thing and, it's and got, failing? True, but it's got a, it's got another great Chris in it. You got Chris Pratt in there. Okay, maybe, maybe not. I mean, how many, how many times is he going to wrangle in Velociraptors? Okay, right. <laughs> he's he's doing the the crocodile Dundee thing with the bull. Yeah, like, what are we doing? 
Okay, that's and at this point, all he has is two left. So, so you don't want to see any more Jurassic Parks anytime soon. I'm done. I'm done with them. They, they're okay. done. They're good. I can co-sign yeah. on that, Jack. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Jack is stalling. You're stalling. All right. Try to help Avengers. him out. Uh, uh, let's get rid of the Avengers for a while. Like, let's get. Rid we of have. Them. Yeah, well, there really isn't an uh, Avengers. We right haven't now. had an Avengers anything. The matter of fact, they're all dead or retired. Yeah. What are you talking about? Go back. Listen, Go back you know another one we should get. get rid of? Tremors. They should just stop making Tremors. They're still making Tremors? No, that's <laughs> another one that's got like 10 titles. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about nah, that. Nah, just when you think they're done, another no, one pops up no, out of the woodwork. Stop. That's like Sharknado. Let them make Tremors. Let them do that. Let, nah, that's another one that's got like Let, let, let Sci-Fi Channel make their straight-to-TV <laughs> movies for <laughs> them kids that got to stay inside when it's raining. Stop, Rich. You know what we grew up on. Critters and all that stuff. I, Let them watch it. Let them watch it, Rich. Listen, man, I'm trying to help Jack out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're you know what's you, you know what's hard about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should pass on this one. My brain you locked. Can't pass. You're right. My brain locked into Fast and the Furious so I hard because we guys, just watched it. Right. So I'm like, there's got to be like ten films that annoy me at this point. Listen, man, Halloween. When's the next time that th- th- we're going to have the final Halloween? We got yeah, so many Riss final Halloweens. It. No, man, I agree Riss with that, too. They rebooted that. within the reboot, but kept awesome. the same characters. Doesn't even make sense. There's another one coming out, too. Halloween doesn't make any sense. No. At this point, it doesn't like, make any sense. I don't know. Sense. Like, is he supernatural? Is he just a, a like a, just a freak of nature? Like, he's, what what, he? he's whatever the plot needs, and we'll keep it. We won't explain it. But I don't think ten years from now that movie coming back is gonna be better. <laughs> no, it just need, or no, I need to stop it. Or you reboot it. What's his face? Um, what's his name? The Rob Zombie reboot was really good. yeah. Um, I don't think I saw that one. It's pretty good. It's like it's like this guy's a psych. He's not supernatural. He's just a psychopath that escapes. He wants to kill his family. Um, that was pretty good. Adrenal problem. Got it. High on adrenaline at all times. High on adrenaline all the time. Jack, we're just stalling for you. Right, I'll go with that one though. I I, I'll go with that. I think. uh, Wait, you're going. You're going with what Rich came up with. (laughs) I wasn't. I wasn't. I was trying to think. I wasn't like researching. Crying shame. Right. I didn't think I'd get vetoed on that one. All right. Fine. Fast and the Furious, Jack. I'll give it to you. Although, although I do want to see the next one. I want to see how ridiculous this is. Like the no. rock, the rock is back. The next I want, one's three more. I want to see how ridiculous. Listen, find me a better airplane movie. Find All right, a movie All right. watch on a flight. Here, here's here's my answer. Live action Disney films, like cartoons turn live action from Disney, like The Little Mermaid and Pinocchio. I could I could take a break on that. You won't. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I could. Like, I don't want to see a live action of Lady and the Tramp. I don't want to see a live action of Robin Hood. I do. I know they, you do, but this might. Didn't they have Robin a live action of Robin Hood? But that, not, I, I, not as like Fox. It wasn't the, Disney. I'm about, like, no, Fox. Yeah. okay. No, but like, no, I want to see. Yeah, no, some some of these are cool. I I liked I like Beauty and the Beast was all right. You see Aladdin? I didn't. I won't. Probably, but I pre- but it looks very different. At least it looks like they did something different with it. Out of all the stuff you can cancel, you're canceling live. At- Why let these kids live, Jack? Right. You know, 
the cartoons still sell for like 30 bucks if you go try to buy a, a, a Blu-ray of them. So then let them watch this movie for 10 bucks, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you hanging on the kids, Jack? Rich's girlfriend loved Little Mermaid. Like she just walked she into nostalgia. It. The way we walk in and see like our childhood in front of us, that's what they get to have. Don't take that from them, Jack. All right, all right, all right. You all don't right. even like them enough to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just crapping on people's <laughs> dreams now, Chad. You're right. That's unfair. It's very How unfair. about we go with... Oh, here we go. I got it right here. No, I would want to see another one of that. This is a shame, Rich. <laughs> Why? This is a crying shame. Oh, like I don't need another Blade Runner movie. Is there another Blade Runner movie? Probably not. It was like ten years. It's like twenty years since the one before the last one that came out. Yeah, they actually did it right. They waited twenty years to come out with part two. Jack, you just you failed. You you failed the assignment, Jack. I'm sorry, Rich. You won this debate. You won this. You just had a laundry list of things you're tired of, and I can say, I agree. Yes, I agree. But every now and then, you'll get a movie like Prey that makes you go, you know what? I don't mind another predator. So you right. never know. You never know when they'll drop something that makes you go, hmm. I don't think Fast and the Furious will, but I'm just down to see how ridiculous this can get. They all got superpowers now. They do. They really do. They just need to stop. Like they're mutants. They're like, mutants they at this just, point. They're gonna get uh, you know, inducted into the Avengers squad in the next three films. What I love about Fast and Furious is if you have a kid that's only seen like the last few movies. Tell them to go watch part one. They'll oh. be so confused. They'll, be, They'll probably be bored. Like, what's They'll going on like, here? Why, what is going why on? Why are things exploding? Is this a drama? It's like, this is the guy that chases a bomb through Rome in the car. He's, he's having the trouble winning a street race. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Well, that's the debate. Well done, Rich. You won that bad boy. Yes. Now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Similar to the debate, we're just going to complain about stuff the whole podcast. <laughs> now, this question is actually posed by Chris, and he's not here, which is a shame because I wanted to hear his answer. What was on his mind when he came up with this question? But with people complaining about superhero fatigue, where from geek culture can the next big blockbuster come from? I'm, I don't really have superhero fatigue. I think like Jack said, I have I have bad movie fatigue. I have bad script yeah. fatigue because Same. we're tired of Marvel. And then we saw Guardians of the Galaxy and was like, that's freaking Thank bad. you. We're, ti- we're, we're like, DC's been dropping the ball. Well, we were all loving Peacemaker. So it's, I don't think it's superhero fatigue. Invincible, we can't wait for freaking season two to drop. The boys, we can't wait. So I don't think we're tired of superheroes. More or less, it's... The the, the 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 fast food of it. They like just trying to pump out so much stuff. You don't mm. care what comes out. Yeah. But yeah. um, but where do you think the next big blockbuster will come from? You know, from geek culture. Where do you think it's going to come from? I don't even know. I've so got answers. And oh, yeah. now you got. Oh, now we got I mean, you can get, listen anytime you're you're at a deficit of material. Just go back to 80s cartoons. You're going to find a plethora of inspiration. Yeah. Thundercats, Voltron, all that stuff's stealable. There stuff. was a gem in the Holograms live action movie a few there years was. ago. That's what yes. I'm talking about. And there was a Josie and the Pussycats. 
Yes, there was. I, or or video games. God of War live action. Come on. But that that actually needs to happen. That yes. does. Yeah. Now, get the Dave Batista. Hell yes. Yo, come Are on. Are you kidding man. me? Wow, Lawrence, great cast. He may not want it though. He's like, I'm tired yeah, of having you know, to be in like all this shape, muscle head. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's, wanna, it's, it's a role for him though. I want to sit back and eat Oreos. Like, who doesn't? Yeah, who freaking doesn't, Rich. <laughs> the one thing I'll be a broken record on though, hmm. it's the Game of Thrones. Before Game of Thrones was Game of Thrones, was this guy right to my left here? Guts from Berserk. If HBO did a Berserk series and just followed the storyline of the manga, this thing would be the franchise of all franchises. The track record of bringing anime to live action, although we've had some winners, it's it's not a guarantee. You're right. And the storyline of Berserk is so good. It's it's like if HBO had done Berserk instead of House of the Dragons, they'd have a smash hit on their hands. Because you have something that's reminiscent to Game of Thrones, where it's set in this kind of, you know, medieval-esque time period. It's real world, it's drama, it's politics. But then when it goes south, you're dealing with supernatural on the level on a level. When it goes south, they can't afford to make that show anymore. Mm. It's that is that's an expensive show when it goes south. That's why you need a real studio behind it. Like you need a real studio behind it. I well, listen. I don't know how Netflix is doing. um, They're making everybody get their own. (laughs) That's how. (laughs) I guess so. Like doing One Piece is not a cheap show. Cowboy Bebop, that there's no way that was. Well, a that's cheap why show. Cowboy Bebop got canceled. Like, like it, it was too expensive. Mm, that's a shame. But the thing about HBO is it also appeals to. Uh, I'm sorry. The thing about Berserk is it also appeals to, um, this gritty visceralness that HBO capitalizes on, which a lot of other platforms don't capitalize on. And the content of that series has it in spades. So it's, you're saying the next the next option that they should capitalize on is just mining anime, just mine anime. Jeez, I mean, uh, ritual ritual content. If they could figure out how to translate it well, some of the most interesting stories are in Demon, oh, Sla- Demon Slayer. Can work. That's what I'm saying. If it's on it, but HBO the, can't the, make the, all of them. The, the yeah, HBO can't. You're gonna have no. to have some variety out there. And I don't know the, if other places can make them work. Right. The thing that's hard about anime is it often goes into this cute thing, right? Like even when you're in a really gritty thing, there's often kiddish humor. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what's hard to translate the the humor of a thing is hard to translate so you almost need to ground the content in a way where don't worry about that the characters will bring out depth and humor and stuff like that as the story progresses yes but usually what makes that kiddish humor like really pop in anime because they literally change their anime stu- animation style and, like, face, and, like they yes. throw the heart shape up or some, something to that nature and then like change their voice like you know 
That's yeah. why, it's, and that's it's why Berserk, Berserk doesn't do that as much. Right. But anime as a whole would be hard to translate and keep the spirit of because of that. They they allow themselves to go surreal. Right. And that's that's a tough one. So yes, but, I agree. Berserk works, but as far <laughs> guts, you okay, guts? Berserk works, but I, I can't say the next blockbuster will come from anime or blockbuster series of blockbusters because man, it could if it well, challenging it just, man. It doesn't translate well often, but it's the content is there if they crack the code. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Like My Hero Academia could work with a massive, ridiculously obnoxious budget. But look at how because uh, it's kids. Uh, Avatar yeah. The Last Airbender did so poorly. M. Night Shyamalan, too. Uh, he was doing his own... Don't know what he was doing. When you have anime that stars kids or teenagers, then they can give you the surreal, kind of silly, innocent thing because it's around kids. So they can mm-hmm. emulate that, that energy, even if it's not like visually the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you get that energy from adult geared anime where like these adults don't do that adults don't just blush because it's also a cultural thing Mm. too like the way the way men and women and how they handle each other culturally is very different in japan so it's not going to translate when a woman walks in the room and says hi jack and all of a sudden you start blushing and sweating that's not here that's going to be like what's Mm. your problem or like his nose starts bleeding like (laughs) his nose starts bleeding (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i'm talking about Unless we lean into it on some Scott Pilgrim. Unless we lean into yes, it. Yeah, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim really made it work. But, yeah. but that's what I'm talking about. You have to figure out how that content could be translated, right? Adapted. Mm-hmm. And okay. something like Berserk, I think you, you ground the thing even more than it already is. And there's no way people aren't walking away from that on some Game of Thrones tip. And this thing look, makes Game of Thrones look like child's play. Dude, I'm with you. We gotta work on anime, Rich. You're not wrong when it comes to freaking um, just jumping into the '80s, man. Jump into the '80s. My pick, I guess, would be um, still comics, but like like what we saw with Guardians. Oh wait, I East. didn't make my pick. No, that was Jack's pick. Oh, you? I thought you said '80s content. I just, oh, no, my I bad. just I just threw out some stuff. I threw out the uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, you did. I was gonna go with a comic myself. Um, and specifically Spawn, because I really want Spawn to work. He could. And I was reading up on Spawn, and like I didn't realize his suit was like I knew his suit was alive, but it was actually it's actually a symbiote. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, may may I hope he's doing well. But Jamie Fat Fox is cast to be in the next yeah joint, whatever that is. Um, Spawn is tough, man. Like Spawn. You can't. You almost gotta like almost be okay with not making money, be okay with not selling toys. Like be okay with just letting this be this rated R mature explicit you can, thing. You can still sell toys, one hundred percent. Not with a McDonald's half. You know what? You know how. I mean, I mean, okay, you're not you going big like do. that. All right. I mean, I get that point, but you can still sell these action figures. No. Oh problem. yes, to adult collectors. Yeah. Even even kids. I remember my my brother had somebody like my brother had the violator, and over oh, was it overkill overkill, but that last movie wasn't rated R. That last movie was like, you know, it would have to be like 
almost like hard R. Like, let's go to town. Let's go. I'm let's with go you. to town. I'm more for the hard I'm R. with you. Because that's what Spawn was in the comics. Spawn yeah. in the comics was like, what is this content? And who is McFarlane? Who, what is this thing? Yeah. And it was cool because it was wrong. so dark. So, like, we shouldn't, like, we just, ugh. Yeah. No. Yeah. My first, my first inter- interaction with Spawn was was the uh, the movie, not the movie, excuse me, the um the animated one, the cartoon, right. the HBO joint. Yeah, that I was, was like, Yo, what is this? I love, but it. I guess I like. Would you would you say that would be a blockbuster though, or would that just be like this wonderful niche piece of culture that'll make all the money, but like no studio is gonna hang their coat on it. It's gonna kind of do its thing because you can't. You can't market it to children for real, for real. But you wouldn't need to. You treat it like Deadpool. You market it for what it should be marketed as. But Deadpool, them making it. Spawn wasn't made for kids. But Deadpool being a comedy is what lets it cross the whole line. That's true. They use comedy and Ryan Reynolds to make this thing like freaking like a Will Ferrell movie. Like you might as well be watching a rated R Anchorman when you watch Deadpool. And that's great, but that's that's how they're able to like cross over. To me, Spawn works where it's like we're not crossing over anywhere. Maybe the horror, but that's it. Right? Maybe you'll make a horror film. Maybe that's the answer. I, I think Spawn is is for as good as that IP is. It's kind of untapped right now. I, I totally agree that Spawn would be. It, again, kind of like cracking the code of anime, though. You have to crack the code of how that adapts cinematically in a way where you you can make a film where it's going to appeal to a large fan base. Uh, a, I'm sorry, a large market base other than just the fan base. Right. You know what I mean? But what's tough about Spawn is horror films do well, but also they're cheap. That's the, that's the wonderful thing about a horror film. It's not extremely expensive. And then, as far as a big blockbuster, mm-hmm. only a handful do those numbers at rated R. Like usually, like PG thirteen is. How did Brightburn do? Like Spawn could operate on some Brightburn tip, where it's like you still got Brightburn zero cheap though. When you think about, like, it's kind of like Smallville effects more, but it, like Spawn is hell. Sp- do you remember when Spawn, the first Spawn movie, I remember watching news uh, clips on the news where they just talked about his cape being like, it was cutting edge that his cape was all yeah. generated. Yeah, and it would need to be now. It just would, you know, would be better. Spawn would be dope. Um, mm. and, I, and I would love to see that genre. And, you know, they're, they're doing a new Hellboy. Like, give us that horror superhero uh, comic book content, but Hellboy is more campy than Spawn. Spawn is no, yeah. even the 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 the, the comic too. No, I don't remember tone. reading the comic. I mean, he's... the first the first set of Hellboys, maybe not so much, but now he does have some camp in there. Well, maybe. Hmm. <sighs> well, they all they all you have to find your your niche, whether it's camp, whether it's horror, whether it's. Deadpool, a yeah. comedy that that thing that that gives you the bigger audience, but I yeah, yeah, I'm with that. For me, I think with comics, I think just utilize characters that aren't extremely known. 
I mean, we're seeing it. Peacemaker, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, mm. like you can do almost whatever you want with them. Um, but it wouldn't just be them. You would need the, like the right director for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. what character are you thinking? I mean, give me a booster gold. Like, give me, you know, give me, give me these offshoot guys. That seems like you don't know what to do with them. They seem like they shouldn't work. But Is it, isn't booster gold getting a thing? I don't remember. I think um, is he slated? What's his name? I don't know if he said he wanted to do it or he's actually doing it. With Donald Faison? That you talking about? It was Donald Faison, but there was someone else. He was supposed to do it, but um, I never liked Booster Gold. He's funny. He's stupid. That's why I didn't like him. That's why I didn't like him. He was a goofball. Or 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 jump into like Boom Comics or Image Comics or some of the more indie comics where those characters are freaking. Actually, in Boom is yo. You know what, Lawrence? You absolutely Berserker. I mean, like, where's that at? Come on, It's, it's happening. But they went on strike. There you go. Berserker is happening, but they went on strike. But I'll, here, here's what I'll say. Lawrence, you're absolutely right. You're choosing the wrong material, though. What you want a live action of is something's killing the children. You want a live action right. of Philadelphia. Right. You want a live action of um, East to West. 100 Bullets. 100 Bullets. Yeah. Like, those are some great. Let's get some live actions of that going. They're great. Con- and what's great about that is the content is good i mean it's literally what we saw amc do the walking dead image comics is still kind of like an indie comic when you talk about compared to the big boys it's like this black and white comic about zombies owned by dc now are you sure um i'd I'd put money on that bet let me check it in real time ladies and gentlemen i'm going to check who owns image comics uh, who owns Image Comics? Who owns Image Comics? Sean William Scott wanted to play Booster Gold. That's what that's actually perfect casting. I don't know now. That's recent. Did he just say that? I felt like I heard that recently. Yeah, I saw. I saw it like a couple of days ago, and I'm reading this one May twentieth. This they uh, published this. He'd be perfect. I don't know if he's too old now, unfortunately, but um, he would be perfect. Jack, I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, is Image Comics owned by DC? It's a creator-owned company, which means that all the writers and artists retain their media rights. Mm-hmm. Um, a DC owns Dark Horse. Maybe oh, that's, that's what you're thinking about. That's what I'm thinking of. That might be what you're thinking about. Um, so, like, Image is still kind of like this indie company, sort of. So, we look at what, what The Walking Dead did. This indie comic, this black and white niche comic. About zombies, not even about superheroes, change the whole freaking world. Yeah. So that's where I would say the next blockbuster would come from. These kind of indie offshoots that you don't have to worry about spending five hundred million dollars because it's a Superman movie. You know, just drop a hundred million and make freaking like you said, something that's killing the children. Boom. Just drop a hundred million. <laughs> Who the, hey, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Can I get a piece of that? Come on, man. Three brothers and shot of milk start making movies out here. Honestly, uh, that's that's that is a great idea. And you should also, while you're making original content based off of great comic book IP, should go make Jim Kruger's Foot Soldiers because that's another bit of great IP. Mm-hmm. 
Jim Kruger's foot soldiers, and while you're making it, you might as well cast us. Ayo! Three birds, one stone. <laughs> but honestly, I don't. I don't think superhero. I don't think there's superhero fatigue. I think that we just got tired of bad script fatigue. Yeah, or or I would say it's... we we got tired of the promises not being kept. Right, mm. the MCU has never been about who the bad guy is. The MCU has always been about the Avengers. Watching these groups of people uh, eventually that's team not up. Entirely true. I mean, Thanos MCU. did not drive Phase One or Two. No one went to the movies because you're waiting to see Thanos at all. Like we didn't even care who Thanos was until like Infinity War almost, or maybe one with Guardians when we saw him. They fought Ultron in Avengers Two. How did he cat? You know, he didn't matter. We only cared about seeing the team ups. We care about the heroes, not the villains. This is not DC has better villains. Marvel is we don't come to the dance for your villains. We come to see team ups. You showed us Iron Man. You showed us Captain America. You showed us Thor. You showed us the characters who we're following. We don't know who we're following now. That's the problem. Who are the yeah. characters we're following? Like it's a mess it was, out there. It was clear. Iron Man is the linchpin. He is the leader of these films, and we're watching to see him team up with other people, and then we enjoy those other people. We don't have an Iron Man right now. We don't have like a center hero that is driving it. So now when we're watching it, we feel aimless, unless you have a standalone like Wakanda Forever or like Guardians 3, where we can just enjoy it as a standalone. Mm-hmm. But we don't have... They promised us... Nick Fury says at the end of Iron Man 1, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. It was always about the Avengers. It's not about the Avengers anymore. So we don't know what we're watching. DC promised us a connected universe, forcing it. (laughs) Forcing it to the point where like, we don't even care anymore. Is Shazam connected? Yeah, I don't know. But Black Adams is villain. Yeah, he wants to fight Superman. Why? (laughs) I don't know. It just became just like a bunch of like, I don't know. Who cares? It's and, it's it's the decision making skill that I have fatigue of, right? It's like there's actually great content out there and there's good stories out there. And when the content is story driven and character driven, where we empathize and care about the the choices that these people are forced to make, then the content's always gonna feel satisfying. That's why um the Guardians three was satisfying it was a satisfying meal right but it's why something like uh ant-man was less satiating it's like and and i'm with you but they just they deviated from their formula they made like it's about kang you guys never built it around a villain you built it around the team i'm excited to fight the villain that's why we love guardians 3 because we love this team Who's the bad guy? Could have been anybody. (laughs) I love this team. But the problem is the content isn't paying homage to itself. It's just doing stuff. Not to the extent of like Fast and the Furious, but Fast and the Furious is that under a microscope where you're like a magnifying glass. It's like, wow, this is we're we're only a few steps away from all the films kind of feeling like that. You're just blowing stuff up for the sake of blowing stuff up. about the characters but, anymore but i'll say fast and furious at least fast nine i haven't seen fast 10 although has its problems that you guys <laughs> talked about in depth it still knows what it is 
It's about this group no, of people. No, it, who, it's lost what it is. But it's That's still, but it's about this group of people who work as a team. Like Marvel Phase Four and Five don't even have that. Who's your team? We're we're building up to the yeah. Avengers against Kang. Who are yeah, the, the Avengers in yeah, this the, movie? The, 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 <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious series definitely had the team. Fast Ten, maybe not so much. But um, but yeah, yeah, man. MCU's always been about the Avengers. It has. It really, it really MCU. has. Like we did. You really didn't care about the villain. Like everyone fought their villain, obviously, but you you just saw everyone kind of get their like little bit of an origin story to them, like introduction, and then you know they eventually start coming together, and then you got your Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Part one, they fought Loki. Part two, Ultron. Infinity War, Thanos, Endgame, fan like the villain plays a part. The villain is just there to make the team have to work harder as a team and break them up. But mm. like... Yeah, now, yeah, we don't have... Like, we're lost. We're lost in the soul. We don't know what's going on with Marvel now. And these and these characters, they're not spending time that they spent with Robert Downey to make us fall in love with him. Yeah. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange should be the obvious choice to lead the rest. I mean, he's a great actor, great character, but... Yep. It's just what did they do with that movie? Oh, I don't even know why I bought that up, Rich. Why did I bring up Doctor Strange? What was the what was this question again? I don't even know. (laughs) I think we're just filling. All right, I think we answered all the questions, though, right? You said we did, yeah, yeah, we answered comics. I said Spawn. You said, uh, uh, well, I'm about to say Bleach, excuse me, Mm. (laughs) but yeah, you we said it all. You said it all, man. So that let us know what you guys think in the uh, comment section on YouTube. Let us know what you think would be the next blockbuster in geekdom, if there needs to be one. Um, but anyways, well, that's our show. That's what we got for you. I don't know if it feels anticlimactic or not, but that's all we got, Jet. That's it. That's all we have. Make got. sure you like, subscribe, hit the podcast link below. Listen to us talk about this stuff for like an hour and a half, we go hard. Y'all really got to listen to the last episode because on the podcast, because these guys, for as much as they didn't like Fast 10, they had a lot to say. <laughs> I was telling you, every time Chris and Rich talked about the logistical mechanics of a car, I was just... Was like, Chris yeah. is like, why is yeah. the flame blue? I'm like, why can, Dom, why can a car break Dom Turtle's fall? Y'all looking too deep into it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. But anyways, I would like to see. I would like to see uh, Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny talk about the mechanics of cars. Of that <laughs> would be hilarious. Why has that not been like a freaking? I don't know. Funny like, or dies a thing anymore. of it. That'd be great if she reprised that role and did that. Just to talk about it. On Just TikTok. talk about the movie. That would go viral. That would go freaking viral. Well, all right, man. Um, that is our. Show segment. I got some recommendations for you. Recommend what? <laughs> recommendations of what? I have no freaking idea. Well, let's hear them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the theme? Why, <laughs> Jack, put me on a spot like that, Rich? <laughs> no. Normally, there's a theme. There's no theme. Oh, man. Well, I have a list of recommendations of because we talked about like we talked about superhero fatigue in the in the main event. And we talked about um, like which franchise would you like to go away? So it seems like, you know, 
We're being oversaturated with stuff. Well, here are some recommendations if you need a palate cleanser outside of the genre of geekdom that's still fun. If you guys aren't watching Jury Duty, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Oh, I keep forgetting <laughs> to watch that. Oh, man. Jury, Jury Duty. Duty. It's yeah. on Hulu. It's on another network, but you can watch it via Hulu. And pretty much it's about this guy who agrees to like be part of this biopic, this uh, this documentary, docu-series of what it's like to be a guy who goes through jury duty. Little does he know, everyone there, including the janitor in the hallway, are all paid actors. So it's pretty much one giant punked. And you're watching him go through 10 episodes of this long jury process and watching him respond to all these planned things. It's ridiculous. So, wow. It's so it's like a reality TV punk series, but it's not. But you put him in like crazy scenarios. But you're following him on like this ten episode jury duty. What's the guy's name? I forgot his name. But But he thinks he's he's just just, the average guy. He's a regular guy, and James Marsden's in it as this, you know, playing himself like an actor who has to go to jury duty. (laughs) So he's like, "You're the guy from yeah, I'm from that thing." Oh, like so. It's actually hilarious. It's on. It's on Prime. Actually, it's on Freebie. Well, it's on, but it's oh, it's Prime. Not yeah, but you can watch it through Prime. Prime. Yeah, Jury Duty. It's an excellent freaking palate cleanser. Next up on the list, yo, we're in the last season, so you can start binging now if you don't watch it. But Barry, oh yes, oh, Barry, definitely two episodes back, uh, two seasons back on that one. Yeah, you're two oh, yeah. seasons back, right? No. No, how many? Is there three out right now, or there's four? I think we're in the fourth. Are we in yeah, the, I'm, I'm I'm watching the latest season. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like Barry's yeah. great. Barry's great, and um, what's the actor's name? The main actor. Ah, what's his name? The main Barry. dude, the guy. Anyways, he is also an amazing director because the episodes he directs, you can just tell there's something different about. Him. Yeah, he is. Amazing, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Hader. Well done, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Good fight. Yeah, he's he. I mean, that show is great. And last but not least, I feel like if I say that slow enough, it'll give me time to think of something. <laughs> last <laughs> but not least, yo, I have I I have not watched this yet, so I can't really co-sign on it. But Abbott Ele- Elementary. I hear is freaking delightful. I don't like. Oh, Rich, are you the only one who doesn't like Abbott Elementary? I believe believe we're on season two now. It's a little bit better than season one. I'll give you the first. I I was. I don't know why. Maybe I was just like punishing myself. Maybe you hate school and it's bringing it back. Maybe back going to school. But it was just too. It was too much of the office. That, that every time yeah. I kept thinking about it, I was thinking about the office. I'm like, ah. It's then I kind of like weird. once you got got past that, it it kind of got better. I'm not gonna lie. Would you believe I actually built the set for that thing too? All right, what haven't you built, Jack? Well, and the problem with Abbott Al- 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 Elementary set is I built an exterior replica set for them mm. that then they. I had to build because they didn't want to take their first set out of storage. And yeah. then they didn't want to take the replica set out of storage a year later. And we 
built it a third time. So you guys get work because they're lazy. <laughs> they just right? have like <laughs> they just have like three sets in storage for that show. They just keep storing the sets. Not a bad what? racket, man. Yeah, it's also not a good racket because every time we build it, it's like, wait, we're building it again. Who's got? Do we have the original drawings? No one has the drawing. Oh, you got to you got to start from scratch every time. Well, so stupid. Keep the original drawing. Maybe y'all should be like, this is gonna happen. Like, yeah, you know, we're gonna be building it a fourth time. Just keep the original. Um, I haven't seen it, but it's a good palate cleanser. And last but not least, I'm behind. So everyone listening to this, but if you're behind with me. I watched the season one of White Lotus. Oh. White Lotus is ridiculous. White yeah. Lotus. You know, it's, it's on HBO. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's How could you thank you for that content, Lawrence? Really? You don't know me, Jack. I love no, White Lotus. No, I thought, yeah, it's obnoxious, though. It's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. very obnoxious. <laughs> Well, you're saying you're saying it's good. What what is it about? Give us a give us a quick rundown. It's basically about these pretty wealthy people who go to this resort in like Hawaii or whatever, and you're watching the hotel staff deal with these different people. But it's also a, I think the theme is of greed. So greed is interwoven throughout these people and how uh, they handle it. And greed, it's not it's not class systems. Yeah, but but it's not on the nose. And the stakes don't feel life or death, although they are to these people. So you feel like it's life and death. It's uh, pretty fun. It's fun. It's 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 a it's it's an HBO dramedy. It's like you know, it's what HBO. Yeah. I think, yeah. Jack, I love these shows. You don't know me. I'm not just superheroes. I'm not just guys with underpants on the outside of their pants. I like stuff. Right. Okay. All right. I was I was medium <laughs> Lotus. I liked White Lotus. You know what I liked was that uh, HBO show set in the high school. What the hell was it called? It's, it's hysterical. It was kind of like Step Brothers esque vibe. High school HBO show. Euphoria? Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's no. not. <laughs> it was comedy. Comedy. It was comedy. It was definitely comedy. I don't know what you're talking about. The heck was it called? I don't remember it. It was funny, though. Is it animated, you said? No, it was live action. It was just uh, what was funny about it is you have these adults behaving like the situation is so life and death for them. But when you're watching it, it's like just the pettiest stuff. It was so petty. It was just, I was just mm-hmm. laughing the entire time. It was so petty. And the actors were hmm. just killing the content. Oh, I love it. Um, and just so you don't think we don't have any bit of culture sophistication. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Today, as of May 28th, the last episode of Succession is coming on. And if you want to watch a show that is doesn't seem like it's life or death, but it is because they think it is, therefore you think it is while you're watching it, watch yes. Succession. That you, joint- know who, hmm? you know who's in that? Get my yo! I was I, uh, we just actually DM'd each other uh, just recently because she's also in Rome. Uh, Zoe Winters, who plays um, Logan Roy's assistant slash side piece slash trying to take over things. Uh, Rich Succession and Kieran Culkin. They're all putting on a clinic, but Kieran Culkin, dog, like honestly, you can't tell where 
his improv begins and his dialogue ends. Like it's <clears throat> it's extreme. And when you see him in interviews, it's it's, it's so seamless. His <laughs> acting and his real self, it just blends in. You can't tell. Like you're like that has to be an ad lib. He'll do an interview and say, "No, that wasn't ad libbed. That part wasn't. This part was." It's like I can't even tell where your ad libs are. It's crazy. And Jeremy Strong has this, you know, ridiculous acting process. Not ridiculous. I feel like you're an artist. Do what you got to do to get in it. Um, <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> do what you got to. Hey, man, if it's not illegal, if it's not illegal, Jack, and don't hurt nobody. <laughs> you do what you got to do to get in it. Vice Principles is the series I was talking about. Vice Principles, all right. Yeah, it's uh, funny. I'm sorry if this segment's just going on. This is what happens when um, Chris kind of bails on us last minute. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up tight. All right, so that is our show. Make sure you go to YouTube, man. We have so much content over on the YouTube channel, including my trip to Florence, Italy, in a comic book store. You can watch me do that for two minutes. Jack is going to drop his guts. Rich, I'm still waiting on you. I know you got like a bunch of videos and unboxings. I can see your desk over there, sir. Come on with it. You have so many things. That's, is, that the, many. is that the last Ronin figure still in the box? Yeah, man. That's that's like the, a month ago. That was like two days ago, or two weeks ago. Yeah, you weren't here. I was here. Oh, maybe. I no, you wasn't here. I watched it, though. I watched nah. it. Actually, that was last week. Yeah, anyway. Um, but anyways, that's our show. Make sure you leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. Hit us up on our socials, Instagram, TikTok, and we'll be back. We'll be back. Same bad same time. time. Oh, same bad channel. <laughs> you paused real hard. I'm like, wait, is he waiting for someone else? <laughs> this is what happens when I'm nice. gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crying shame. <laughs>